join. And the podcast. We are recording. We are recording. Oh, you we are recording the episode. We are recording. You know, I, I know we we're recording. waiting until we start talking about the episode, but I just want to say, if this took place today, there is a feasible argument that the kids are just fucking with us. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that all of them being on TikTok being like, on on this day and this time, everyone should start saying we are coming at the same time. The, like Mr. Beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mr. Beast is like, I just made 100 million kids say we are coming. (laughs) (laughs) You can see it happening, right? Hmm. Like, I just scared the shit out of the entire world. Mr. Revealing, or it's like a Nathan Fielder like prank. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's like, why did all those people say we are coming? And then six months later, we find out it was Nathan Fielder. If it it happened today, they'd all start flossing and they'd be on their phones and they'd be be texting. Um, well, it wouldn't yeah. work as there would be one kid who would uh, not take it seriously. Yeah. Who'd be or, like, oh, <laughs> we are coming. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's goofy. He's, he's, he's goofy junior. He's not Max. He's goofy junior. Um, pod torch woodcast pod child. Is it, I have a title. It's pod children of Earthcast. That works. Why not um, just pod torch woodcast? Pod uh, and, then, and, and and then the subtitle is um the subtitle is what what should I use for the subtitle? I'm think I'm get back to me on that. I'll give you a second mm-hmm. subtitle. Um well, how about this? Day one. Day one she Day says one. we need to talk. This is gonna be a gauntlet. We are recording, we are releasing these one a day, just mm-hmm. like the original episodes. I'm recording. So if, you have, if you've never seen them before, you can watch them along with us. And if you have seen them before, you're about to get five days of very cool commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure everyone listened to. Uh, day one, not to be confused with day one, which we, we've already spoken about day one. Um, yeah, there's, there's no <laughs> that, yeah there's, a, there's a different episode called day one. Day it's one. really funny because if, if, if you look up, if you look up this episode on, uh, on the TARDIS wiki, it says, you may be looking for day one for this Torchwood episode. And I'm like, no, I'm not looking for the episode with the sex alien, the sex gas alien. I'm good, my guy. You're, you're, looking, the one for a, for. you're looking for a day one, which is broadcast on July 6th, 2009, where it's summertime, summertime sadness. Um, written by Russell T. Davies and directed by Yoris Lane, who directs all five of these. Um, the gist... And I told you this before. I'm kind of jumping around a bit for the for the events of day one in the gist because um, it just it made sense. Um, so one day, all the kids in the world stop, and it, it, it freaks everyone out, including Torchwood, obviously. Uh, Gwen and Reese are moving into a new house. Um, Jack and Yanta are like Ross and Rachel in 
kind of things, you know, they're will they, won't they? Um there's an old guy in a hospital who who um freaks out loud with the kids. Well, uh star of stage and screen Peter Capaldi also freaks out, but not he's not freaking out the same way as them, he's just like, Oh my god. Um the kids start screaming and then they all start chanting, We are coming in unison, as is the old guy who when friends his name is Clem. Um there's a guy the torture looking at to replace Owen. Um, it turns out he's actually an undercover black ops agent sent to spy and infiltrate Torchwood. Um, but then the black ops people shoot him to cover up their tracks. Um, Peter Capaldi is playing Frobisher, not the Penguin. Um, gives the order to kill Jack for some unknown reason. Um, so they shoot him and they put a bomb in his tummy. Um, Gwen also has something in her tummy, a baby. Uh, Gwen and Yanto escape before the bomb goes off, destroying... Torture HQ and Jack, and then all the kids go like, "We are coming back," and then that's the end of day one. Yep. Um, R.I.P. the Torchwood SUV taken down by the easiest enemy in the world, <laughs> teenagers. Mm-hmm. A guy with um, his ass. A guy with his ass out of the window. I I posted this on the chat, but I'll say it again. Uh, RTD, is everything okay? Are you good? Are you okay, my guy? What's going on? Uh, he wrote all of these, right? He wrote every single episode. He no, he, he doesn't write day two. Day two is John Fay, who is like a. We'll get to him. Uh, day three is, I think it was originally a, a James Moran, James Fires of Pompey Moran, uh, commission, and then he rewrote uh, a lot of it or something because they're co-credited, and then he. Didn't write day four, but he wrote day five. So he writes three of the five. Yeah. But uh, he would have done drafts. Yeah. But again, everything okay? Are you good? Do you want to talk? Do you want to, do you want a cup of tea? I don't know. This is just such a weird idea. And mm-hmm. what's weird is that most of this episode is very domestic. Mm-hmm. It's just them being like, I'm going to go see my daughter. I'm going to go see my sister. I'm going to go see Yanto. I'm going to go see... Uh, um, I forgot. I've made his name right wrong. Uh, I'm going to go see Riz. I'm sorry. I, I got his name wrong. Riz shows up. Everybody shows up. It's like, hey, everybody's good. Everybody's fine. Which is like, it, it, it hadn't been a long while since the last episode, right? It's such no, a weird departure. Yeah. It's like, imagine if fucking Stranger Things came out. You know? the new season and it were like guess what guys this season uh every episode takes place in one chronological day it's such a weird departure and as far as i've i try to limit my research because i don't want to be spoiled uh as mm-hmm. you probably might know i have not seen this before mm-hmm. uh, i'm watching this for the first time despite the endless recommendations from past and future guests samuel davis who states that this is like the best doctor who thing ever um i think it's good i don't think it's doctor who yet um yeah. i'm still formulating this thought mm-hmm. i feel as if i might be able to put it in better words in the next episode mm-hmm. but once i see more of it but it does not feel and this is something i think torchwood has had to dabble with a long time torchwood has always felt like it's uh doctor who's rebellious little brother being like i'm nothing like you to the point with that what like when the tortured characters show up in journey's end they feel like 
they feel like intruders. It's like, who are these people? They do not belong to the same universe. And I feel like this is slowly becoming more and more like this does not feel like Doctor Who, which is not like saying that this is bad. It just doesn't feel like Doctor Who to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. There's there's only so much edgy shit you can throw into the show that was that became famous by featuring uh, fucking machines with uh, plungers st- sticking out of their bodies. There's only so much edgy shit you can add to that before you just kind of like it kind of feels like you want to do something else. And the something else this feels like it wants to do is X-Files. This is mm-hmm. the most X-Files Torchwood mm-hmm. has ever felt, yeah. ever. To the point that I'm like, I almost wish they had, like, this Frobisher character come on later because he proves to be a very good, like, foil to Torchwood. Like, having a character inside the government who's like, and I'm not a fan of Torchwood, and I'm going to act against them, and I'm kind of this uh, oncoming storm in the horizon that's like, Providing, proving to be more and more of a, of like a, an obstacle to them, sort of like the uh, cigarette smoking man in, in X Files. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good, and it provides like a lot of like action and um, forward tension in the story that even the good episodes of the previous season didn't have. You know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it makes you feel less and less that this exists in the same universe as Doctor Who. And it does lead, and I know that they answered this. They talk about this at some point because uh, Davis put a clip of it in one of his videos. But like, where is the doctor? You know, it kind of feels like something the doctor would deal with, and mm-hmm. it kind of feels like they're gonna bend over backwards to explain why the doctor isn't solving this one. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, just so we could do crazier shit, you know. Like at mm-hmm. the end of the day. I know that these kids are going to be fine because they can't start the Matt Smith can't start the new season and being like, there are no kids anymore because of the events of children of Irv, you know, like I know that that can't happen. <laughs> it, it almost kind of limits it by virtue of, of, of the place it occupies within the, the Doctor Who franchise. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I talk too much, but, but that's, that's how I feel. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, it's fun. I'm having a really good big blast. I enjoyed having getting a glimpse of all these characters, but at the same time, it 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 brought back the question I had, which is like, why is this set in the Doctor Who universe? Mm-hmm. Now, would you feel different if, as originally planned, they had Martha and Mickey? I would feel worse if Martha mm-hmm. and Mickey were in this because mm-hmm. it's like it just doesn't look. I I feel like when people we've been kind of conditioned, and I and I'm. And culpable of this too. That when people use the word kid show to refer to stuff we like, we go, it's not just a kid show. There's like epic adult themes. And I used to do that a lot with like fucking Avatar The Last Airbender, which I, I when I was younger, I was like, it's it's not kids, it's for all audiences and really mature. But like at the end of the day, it is a kid show. It it, it is. It's different intentions, different objectives, different audiences. And I feel like when Martha came in in the last season, it really worked. It really worked because she was like her. And it wasn't as like edgy as it could be. Like the stuff she was dealing with wasn't like fucking the sex alien. <laughs> it was stuff like magic drugs and um, fucking Owen Harper becomes a skeleton or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, 
stuff like that. Whereas I feel like if she was dealing with this, the first question would be, I have the doctor's cell phone. Let me just call him right now. Yeah. At which point it's like, you can't have, it goes back to that problem of like, you can't have Superman save world hunger because those are just two different things. They're just two different things. One is a fairy tale. The other is a real issue with like problems, like consequences and and implications. And you can't just be like, and then Superman saved the day because then it just kind of diminishes the point of the, like both of them. Hmm. I I talked a lot, but basically that's my conflicting feelings as we head into the second episode. Mm -hmm. Like I really, the the other thing as well is I don't know how Martha works in this kind of setup because like Lois, Gee, Lois, I think that's bad. Um, when Lois, this is worse than the time the four, <laughs> five, six came back to Earth. Technically, they're both under the same umbrella, so they could do it. Mm-hmm. They should do it. Um, but Lois's character um, was, as far as I know, written to take over from Martha's character. I don't know how Martha would work in this version of Children Earth because Lois's character is obviously just like you know. Her character is like she's new to the government. She's like new in this in the setting. She has conflicting feelings. Like you know, she isn't like fully indoctrinated into like this idea of you know saving your own skin, even if it means you know killing someone like Jack Harkness or whatever. Like yeah. she's like she's like that that works. Whereas I think I think if if it's Martha in like this kind of episode, I don't think it really works. The the thing that, that kind of and I understand why it's in there. Like I, I do really like. I, I really like Children of. I'm not as enamored as like everyone else, but I think, I think it's pretty good. The thing that really like, I, I understand why it's there. But introducing a a secret daughter and grandson, the way they do it, the way the way it's kind of you know, I, I kind of I appreciate how like casual it is, but also like I kind of wish, you know, it's kind of the same problem as Gray when like this secret family member gets dropped in and they're immediately like, they, they seem to be, you know, building up to something, even if it's just, you know, a, a means of, of continuing the plot along, especially with like Yanto's sister as well. Um, but it would be nice if they had been kind of introduced like way earlier on and like built up from there rather than them being dropped immediately into the, into the plot and stuff. Um, Technically, Gray is dead, right? Gray is dead. Gray, gray is gray, is it yeah. was in the storage. They, they blew him up. They blew up Gray. That's that's another thing that's uh, interesting to me. Uh, the whole family subplot. Mm-hmm. It's like I get why they introduced it. It's really smart, honestly, because they could have just like you don't need to give a personal connection to children for people to be like, I am worried for the children. It is inherent in all humans that we worry for children because we want to protect children. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's very smart to be like, all of these characters have a child or a child to come in uh, uh, Gwen's case. Mm -hmm. Um, All of these people have a child that they're worrying about, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a very, 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 very cool and smart idea. Uh, I agree that it could have been introduced better, but I think the the the, the positives of it overvalue the the, the negatives. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we barely like know the kids' names, I do kind of care for Yanto's sister and her 
quote unquote supporting brother uh, husband her her, her husband I, is like bizarre reese he's he, he like has the same kind of energy as as reese right you know, and like the same kind of bearing but he's just stranger yeah he's like he calls yanto gay boy mm. but also you don't get the feeling that he's like actively homophobic just mm-hmm. just like the low-key homophobia that most people have to endure Mm-hmm. So it's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. No, what else is weird? No, I wouldn't say re- weird. I I think it's a really interesting character and performance as it builds. Um, Clem. Uh, Clem. Clem. Let's talk Clem. Clem. You is... mean you mean Timothy White? Mm-hmm. I, I well I I mean I I mean uh uh, uh I can't even think of a joke. Clem is is the moment he is the 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 reason to be he is the the genesis qua of it all he is clem um it's like it's i think it's 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 just in it like it's interesting the the new characters we get like like frobisher um frobisher rocks frobisher that's a really great capacity performance as well like, yes, it's yeah. it's really good. It's it's like he it's a, such a good casting choice. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about the thing that people take from Capaldi at this time, I imagine is his performance in um what's the it called? It. The thick of it. Yeah. The thick of it. So it's like when they see Capaldi in the political setting they think anger, he's going to blow. But Frobisher plays everything so subdued. Mhm. You get the feeling that this guy has seen so much shit, and he genuinely, like, he ha- you cannot fathom the depths of shit he has gone through. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the scene where, the, where the, the colonel comes in and he's like, please tell me it's like a normal thing. Please tell me it's just we just found a dancing alien or something. <laughs> You get the feeling that this guy has been told about the Daleks, and then mm-hmm. his reaction was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's like Fro. It's like you got Frobisher, you got um, the guy Ian Gelder plays the guy in the the archive is a, is a whole is a whole coach and is a whole. Uh, yeah, what's his deal? Uh, I don't know. He's just weird. We'll, we'll see him again in like five years' time, of course, because um. He ends up becoming a space god with detachable fingers that uh, menaces nightmares. Um, what? Yeah, that's okay. Um, uh, ah, yeah. okay. Well, this is the moment where I figure out that I have never seen Can You Hear Me? You th- I think I skipped it. I think I skipped it. Sorry, sorry. You have, you have skipped so much. I am so, so sorry. Go- guys, please. Pay it. it was fucking February of 2020. Yeah, there's I had more, bigger shit reason, to deal even with. Even more reason to distract yourself from the situation by watching what is quite honestly a very middling episode of television. Um, but yeah, like, like, and also I think we got to talk about the 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 doctor character that they they kind of they fall f- for his scheme. Um, I would have seen through it because he's far too, too far too enthusiastic about joining someone like Torchwood. Um, oh my god, I'm sorry. I, I was checking to see the release dates of uh, the Series 12 episodes. 
mm-hmm. and I checked, and uh, I'm so sorry, I briefly checked the Revolution of the Daleks TV story page, and the TARDIS wiki says, The Doctor gives Graham and Ryan psychic paper as a parting gift, akin to how she gave Sarah Jane a new canine and sonic lipstick when they parted in 2006. Though that does bring into question why the Doctor didn't trust Sarah Jane, who would need it more in, more in her journalist and adventuring career. That's fucking editorializing, but also, what the fuck? What a weird thing it has. Anyway, whatever. Back to Shirley Levert. Yeah. Back so, to- yeah, the, 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 the NHS Doctor, who's actually, actually like... Um, uh, the most, uh, the most yeah. thirsty... Uh, yeah. Make me a Torchwood protagonist, yeah. please. He's, he's too he's too eager, and, and I do like that you you realize that that's because he's like at his wit's end trying to get into the hub at this point. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't I, understand I what yeah. was it about his like. He, he was like, "There's I've been seeing something weird. There's these bodies that miss, and they're always just ethnic people." And it's like, "My guy, you are describing racism. Like, why is this? Why would this interest Torchwood?" Like, I, I, I think they're just they're they're too they're too eager for you know alien stuff to happen that they're gonna fall for something that's like clearly not like clearly not alien made. Like they're they're falling for patterns that are. And with my chair again, they're 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 like falling into patterns that would have you know been their bread and butter back in the day. And I think they're too eager to also, you know, replace Owen and Tosh and stuff. That they're like, this guy is a doctor. He knows about aliens. He seems cool with alien stuff. We can. I like they don't him. replace him. I like mm-hmm. they don't. I like they don't replace them. I like that there's no. I mean, there are new characters, but I like that there's no like. This is the new Owen, mm-hmm. and this is the new Tosh. Uh, I also like that Owen and Tosh are not here. Mm-hmm. Um, Owen would be really bad in this story. He'd be like, "Kick the kids, <laughs> kill, kill kill the kids, kill the oh, fuck them kids." kids. <laughs> Put the image of uh, Michael uh, Michael Jordan saying "fuck them kids," but it's Owen like "fuck them kids." I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that. Um, um, yeah. Also, they blow up the hub, which feels yeah, like they, 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 it, yeah, just like when I eat too much uh, too much like spicy food, I get a bottom my tummy. Jack gets a bottom oh my god his tummy, and it, it blows up the hub. Um, it's it blows it, it up. Yeah, it blows it up. It's 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 such a like a, a hectic final like three minutes because you get like because you get the the scene before that of Clem like sniffing Gwen's wrist and be like you're pregnant. You're pre- how mm-hmm. preg how pregnant, and then she's like oh okay, I know because um, I sniffed you. <laughs> I sniffed like, his, mm. his whole fucking thing of like he's like, he 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 seems to be able to sniff out. Like every single thing, it's it's a very strange, strange character and very strange ability. And we'll, we'll obviously get to know him a bit more as we go along. But we get get like the pregnancy sniff, and you get her coming back into the hub. And Yant was like, "How's it going?" And she's like, "I gotta go scan myself." And then she scans herself. Obviously, she's pregnant. And then you get the whole thing of Jack coming back in and being like, "Oh, by the way, uh, the doctor guy got shot and killed, and they they shot me as well." And, mm-hmm. then, and then you get the... They don't really seem to care about the guy being shot, but anyway. Um, and then you get the bomb thing. It's such a hectic like end to the episode. It, it works. Thing. Um, it's just... Do you, think, yeah. do you think they knew that this was the last season they felt like... Because blowing up the hub feels like a, this is the last season thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like... Yeah. It, I'd say like, they probably... are not coming back. They're not going to come back to, to Cardiff to, to look around uh, car parks anymore. Um, they should have been the weevils. They should have been like weevils that get blown up as well or something. 
Yeah, they should have shown one Revo, like the scene in Waterworld where they blow up the thing, and there's mm-hmm. that guy. You seen Waterworld? Yeah. And then there's that guy who's like in the bottom in like a little rowboat stuck <laughs> in the muck. And then when it blows up, he goes, "Oh, thank God!" Just show a <laughs> Revo going like, "Ah, thank you." <laughs> they blow up. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, that's day one. I think um, it's very yeah. spooky. It's very spooky. Like that, I love, I love how it's a lot of build up. The imme- how immediately the introduction of the the kid thing is as well that like it happens like you get like that that one flashback of 1965 London 1965 you get that one flashback and then you get um you're immediately into like the kids freezing up and doing all that shit I think it's a really effective way to introduce the the problem um but yeah uh tomorrow everyone in the office seems to think what's happening with the kids is all to do with aliens. And that they'll be here tomorrow. And there's something big being built on the top floor of the MI5 building. Okay, well, what do you mean, something? I don't know. But it's like they're getting ready. And if you lot torture it, if you're the alien experts, and they really are coming tomorrow, why does Mr. Frobisher want you out of the way all of a sudden? I have no idea, but I'm going to find out. But yeah. So, um, episode two? Episode I gotta two. say, before we go, uh, I found this promotional photo where it's, uh, uh, Bearman and uh, the other two posing, and they're like they look like a Euro pop band <laughs> releasing their first like real album. It, stuff like that. It's just yeah. it's such a weird. Please put it in uh, the the Twitters when I will. Yeah, so it's people can got, see yeah. this. It's got very kind of um, Diesel Jean uh, yeah. aftershave advert uh, uh, vibes. Also, I I want to I want to say um, this episode once again reminding everyone that if, if John Barrowman could just not be an asshole, asshole, he would definitely be starring in a reboot today. <laughs> the reboot would be in its third series. He would have so much money. Like, talk about fucking ruining your own career. Mm-hmm. Just. I, I was watching this. I was like, "Damn, I would love to see more with this character." All oh, right, we can't because he sucks. So he, he is. Thank you, John. That, mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, let's make like uh, a tree and come back tomorrow. <laughs>